This is a HeadGum Podcast. Thanks for listening to No Joke with Billy and Adam on the HeadGum Podcast Network. This is the show where we tackle a topic oh so loosely and discuss our previous, present, and future relationship to it. Today's topic was canvassing, and our guest was Dan Greger. We hope you enjoy the No Joke Podcast. Okay, welcome back. It is the No Joke Podcast. I am Billy Scafiori. I'm Adam Lustig. And it is episode number 146. 146, William. Yes. We got here. Peek behind the curtain. We tried to run that once before, and you interrupted me. <laughs> Maybe for the first time ever, I think we had to take that again. I said, I'm Billy Scafiori. I'm Adam Lustig. I'm Adam Lustig. I'm not going to let you get your last name out. Would you say you're in an excitable mood right now? I'm pretty excited. We have a pretty exciting guest in the studio, so Ooh. I'm a little, I'm on the edge of my seat a Sounds like bit. Adam wants to bypass the banter and go right into the good stuff. Bypassing the banter. That's our new podcast. That's right. <laughs> um, Adam, tell me why you're so excited about our well, guest Well, we're here with uh, one of our dear, dear friends who is a fabulous writer, producer, director, comedian, Brain. With really fun credits. You should really, really say the credits. shows he works on because everyone loves the writer, shows he Writer, producer for How I Met Your Mother, Correct. which is, I think, ran for 3,000 seasons? That's right. I think. Um, crazy Ex-Girlfriend, he worked on that. And uh, co-writer and director of one of my favorite movies that I've seen recently called Most Likely to Murder, which was so funny and That's great. Right. Really that, loved it. Say his name. We are here with Dan Greger. Oh, the one and the only. You should know that after the podcast, Dan, uh, we recorded last week, which is about the Wu-Tang Clan. Mm -hmm. So naturally, we thought of you. Yeah, thank you. I felt that way. (laughs) Um, Adam was just saying such nice things about your movie still. He was saying that it's such a clean, perfect movie. Thank you. I just thought it was so well done and well made. And like, you know, we are constantly in this process of like trying to cook up fun movies. I was like, that was such a great example of like genre melding and comedy and suspense and murdery. Thanks, buddy. I'm just so proud of you. I thought it was really great. Thanks. I'm going to plug it right now yes. at the top of the show yes. plug throughout we, we sold it to Hulu great and so it's gonna it's a Thanksgiving movie it's gonna be up on Hulu in Thanksgiving mint uh, so if you wanna wait uh, to see it on Hulu for free go for it But or you could pay money to see it on iTunes right now pay money pay money pay money, pay money. <laughs> most likely to murder most likely to yes. murder yes starring, starring Adam Pally Rachel Bloom uh, Vincent Carthizer from Mad Men. Who's so good. He's amazing. So good. Yes, he's, yeah. uh, he's sort of the villain. Yes. Um, and Doug, Doug, man. Doug Mans, Swoops uh, in there and is so silly. Duty Calls fame. Yes. He's, uh, he is just a, he steals the show with yes. uh, uh, what could have been a very uh, hilarious but dumb character. He made it a really hilarious but sad character. Yeah. Like <laughs> to me is uh, the biggest achievement. <laughs> You also did something really well with Doug that like was untapped in the comedy world, or not like uh, saturated, I should yeah. say. You focused on the goatee. Great. You gave him. You Great focused on the facial hair. hair. There was a there was a photo of that facial hair floating around uh, <laughs> social media for a while, and it was strong. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He grew that beard. He grew the beard out for like maybe like two months, right. and he's pretty hairy, uh, swarthy man. Yeah, so that's a that's swarthy. a lot of beard. Yeah. And then he uh, and then he shaved it. In like probably like whatever a week or so a week before we started filming for like yeah. makeup tests and he shaved it shaved the beard down to like a Scott Ian goatee <laughs> yeah and um like a pony in the front yeah. yes exactly pony, you usually see pony, a pony in, in the in front the, yeah it's pony in the front exactly no mustache <laughs> no burns just uh, just like I can't a do just that. a pharaoh just pharaoh's kind of uh, right. like, like a Ramsey's yeah. look. like a walking stick yeah, yeah. Right. and it was pretty amazing because Doug had to live you know he was filming but you right. know you're only filming so much otherwise yeah. he had to live like in New York <laughs> City. Right. As a person for for two months <laughs> like that, 
And so he would like go out to he'd go out to restaurants, he'd yes. go out in life, and he would he would literally keep his um keep his hand Do you tuck it in your his, shirt. And he'd keep his hand like at his chin, and he would talk. He would talk as if it's like, like people who are casual... insecure with their teeth, and they just like yeah. smile with their hand in yeah, front, exactly. and like that draws more attention yes, to exactly. it. Exactly. Yeah. Yes, more. that reminds me of a mutual friend of all of ours, DC Pearson. Uh, the Derek guys were they made a movie like yes. 10 15 years mystery ago team. Classic yes. mystery team mystery team really that's good. right and DC had long beautiful blonde hair and he had to cut it into oh, uh, what right. you might call toadstool from the Mario uh, Kingdom yes. page boy yes. yeah yeah, yeah. Yes. and i was yeah. just like but you're like a young upstart like hot <laughs> improviser why do you do that well, his hair is so much of his I power mean, he's like samson let's be real he, he was so scarred by that he hasn't cut his hair since <laughs> that's real true? i mean he has beard and hair is literally he's I He's yeah. covered. Never, never stopped growing it. He's yes. covered in yeah. Yes. Um, well, today we aren't going to be talking necessarily about production or what we've made or the projects we've done. There's a different project uh, that Gregor's did or yes. invited us to do. Yes. I wasn't able to make it, but it inspired me, and it felt like a good time to yep. talk about it. Yes. Something I've never done before. Yes. Have had people do to me. Yep. And that thing is canvassing. Political canvassing. <laughs> do to, to me. Canvas to me. I've been canvassed. Yeah, canvas to me. Well, the reason I say that is that I, people have come to my house and yeah. I tried to promote uh, people or things that I've either agreed with or disagreed with yeah. and I found it such an intimate thing but simultaneously I found it such a bold move by yes. the person doing it that the thing is so important to them yes. and it's so meaningful to them that they are going to cross lines at times and just be like hey listen I'm a person with an interest and I'd like to share it, it with you. It is sort of deeply something deeply vulnerable about going to a stranger's house being yes. like I'm a person as well here's what I believe agree? Ah, yeah. very, I'll say those are the yeah. weirdest moments when you go up because they <laughs> They give you they give you uh, they give you an app yeah. that like basically has a map of everyone you're supposed to go to yeah and depending on you know the the district they will it you know you're either going to Democrats yes. people they just want to turn out like Democrats who don't go out a lot yes. I'm a Democrat I'm yes. just going to say it outright like yes. get it and we're uh, you know and I'm I'm trying to support uh, the Democratic Party yes. and turning out the votes for yes. Democratic candidates yes. good um, good and, and good and, 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 good and we yeah, support yeah. yeah okay good and so we anyway support. just just so the, the specific I'm not I don't want to spend an hour being uh, if whatever your beliefs are <laughs> yes. uh, rock the vote you kids rock the vote. Uh, I'm uh, fascist yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, no if you don't believe in the Democratic party uh broadly speaking yes. uh then don't go vote yeah. um <laughs> stay home please stay home yes right. um and anyway so uh they give you these they give you basically like these lists of people and like as you kind of uh, so this one though is was a republican swing district and so it was definitely a lot more yes republicans that i was going to and they don't send you to like people that are like Hard Republicans, right, right. But they send you swing. They send you people swing who are potential might listen. Right, independence. Right. So yeah. I have a ton of questions yes. on uh-huh. the infrastructure, how you got right. involved, what you took away from yeah, it. Yeah. But how we generally lay out the podcast uh-huh. is that in the first act we like to talk about our histories oh, with sure. our present, our previous lives with the topic. Yes. It's hard to say that I doubt that we were all. I was about to burn out the conversation. <laughs> <too> quickly, <laughs> burning. How bright. did we get there? Okay, oh, we want to know great. how we got. I there jumped to the middle. I edited. Started the middle. You You're like a Tarantino we'll try. We'll Great. rein you back Thank, when we need. Thank you for. <laughs> how did we get here? How did we get here? So yes. chapter one. I'm yes. curious uh, and open it up to the room. Yes. All of our like histories with politics growing up. In my house, I grew up in a uh, 
in an apolitical house. Let's mm-hmm. put it that way, where almost politics would be a burden to the other conversations mm. we could be having at the dinner table. Ah, mm-hmm. uh, yes. And so I never really knew my family's political affiliations if we felt strongly one way or the other. And I think that that probably raised me in a way where I didn't think too critically about politics for a very long time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so that's my experience with yeah. this, Adam. Is yours any different? Um, yeah. my, growing up, my my parents weren't like, I would say like explicitly political, but they were, I mean, they're like, Political. Wait, correct me if you're from Albany, uh, like, up, Albany, upstate New York. Albany, upstate yeah. New York. Upstate. Okay. Yes. My mother, Gregor, and I are both from Long Island. Island. My mother's yes. from East Rockaway, Long Island. My dad's from Syracuse. They met in the middle of Albany. That's where I was okay. raised. Okay. So Beautiful. both super like like <clears throat> baked in the what is it? Died in the wool liberals, left leaning right. Jewish family for sure. Okay. Um, and the, my one, it was weird. Like the one political thing that not even political, but just sort of like rallying thing that always stuck in my brain is that my mother specifically, and I have sort of inherited this for better and worse, has always had a great mistrust and almost contempt for wealthy people. Okay. <laughs> and that like seeped into my bones like this weird proto-socialist point of view is mm. always like seeped into it. my blood. Yes. Like r- the rich are not to be trusted has Real. always yes. been something that has been like swimming around my subconsciousness. That's easy to remember. That's, since I was a kid. Yeah, that's an easy that's, talking that's point. That's my, my, <laughs> wife, my wife who like Grew up like with plenty in a very nice, well off neighborhood, yeah. went to a very well off like school, <laughs> yeah. really had money. Her parents had the same chip on their shoulders. Yeah. So they just have nothing but like disdain for the wealthy, even That's when right. they became the wealthy. That's right. There's yes. a self it becomes yes. like self-loathing and self-contempt. Yes. Exactly. yes. Right. So but your parents weren't canvassing for their local representatives, mine certainly weren't. I don't think so. Maybe okay. I could be wrong, but I don't think so. But okay. I remember the first words I remember being like Dukakis being like the first political uh, word yeah, I remember yeah. in my consciousness. Yes, well he was like, like a joke. He was a joke. He was a joke, I remember. Yes. And and then I remember I, the first my first political consciousness yes. was like a middle school election between <laughs> Um, between oh. Bush and Clinton and Perot. So yeah, 92. 92. Uh, yes. 92, yes. We You're a, a middle schooler. I'm in middle school, okay. and they and they have the middle school hold an election <laughs> yeah. oh. for who do you want to vote for? Yes. Wow. Clinton, Bush, or Making Perot. Making the high school, middle school bipartisan. Yes, exactly. But, and, like, I mean, this is, and this is 92, informed, so informed I'm... Informed voters? Uh, I mean, no, that, that's, that's the best part. Yeah. Like, literally, it's like, uh, you know, I th- the things I know about Bill Clinton is he plays a saxophone. <laughs> right. Uh, the thing I know about Ross Perot is he's, he's a little man with <laughs> big ears. Yeah, exactly. And he's, and he's loud from Texas. And... Yeah. And, uh, and and George W. Bush was the vice president under Reagan. So yes. that's it. That's all. That's all I know. Right. And, yeah. and I'm, you know, I guess I'm like ten, yeah. maybe. So like I'm, you know, that's that's about as informed as I get. Yes. Um, and I remember, I think I voted for Bush. I remember voting for Bush because I was like, I like the world. Sure. <laughs> I want to keep the world going. Sure. I get lunch every day. Yeah. I still want lunch every day. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. For real. Four more years. What a strange thing. It's like I get the school's instinct to want to like teach people about like process and what voting means per yeah. se. But it's like when you make it that political, it's like you're starting to also be like, what do your parents talk about? Yes. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. And it's like, let's identify what the future is kind of like living in right now. Yes. Yeah. But I, you know, it's funny because like I, I like I, I look at that era as so – uh, devoid of meaningful mm-hmm. political issues, yeah. mm-hmm. and maybe that's because I'm looking at it through the lens of a ten-year-old child, right? um, and yeah. you definitely are. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I almost definitely am. I, I covet. <laughs> I, I want more adults in my life right now. One of my neighbors gave this to me, and I thought it was really helpful to be like, "Hey, listen." We've gone through awful things before. Yeah. Like, I sometimes need that perspective. With the, like, yes. current news cycle and how social media works, it's like, 
we can be as inundated as we want with bad news. Right. It's almost like a choice at yes. this point. Yes. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you need elders, frankly, to be like, listen, the world is a bad place. It was a bad place before. Mm-hmm. We will get through it. But it did require work. Yes. yes. I also- did, and the, it did require work was the thing that it's like, good. That's what I need to yeah. hear. Right. You, you worked for it and you got us here. Yes. Uh, now we have to do yes. it. And there's nothing guaranteed about, about That's right. a, po- a more positive future. That's exactly right. right. And like the Correct. self-governing, ex- like this is still like this American experiment. It's like people like it very much an experiment requires constant vigilance and maintenance to upkeep this democracy. Yes. Correct. I, can't I, take it for granted. Yeah. I'm still, I, I mean, because I have been politically conscious and active mm-hmm. si- for as long as I can remember, like mm-hmm. probably since I'm like 12 or 13, mm-hmm. I was really interested. Wow. Mm-hmm. And so like I, I, when I read those stories about like millennials, you know, still, still don't care and don't plan to yeah, vote. Right. They still are the, the anticipate, they anticipate 31% of millennials will vote in this midterm election. Right. And you're just like, you look at your fucking Facebook feed or your, or your Instagram feed and you're like, if everyone is as angry as it seems. As you're posting about then it, Then like, know. what are you talking about? I know. If you, if, if right. The only thing that matters is going to vote. But that is like such a, that, and that's the thing. It's like, it's the tease of what we think social media actually is. I know. Everyone talks about the bubbles and all those kind of things and we don't have to go there. But it's like, of course, at some point we just start seeing these micro factions of voters. Yes. And it's like for the like little pockets we see I was like, look how impassioned that blog is. Yes. It's like there's all these thousands of other people who either aren't as impassioned or don't tweet about what they're going to vote right. about. And right. like I draw – maybe this is my mother's bias seeping through again. But it's almost like I draw a line between this sort of like how hard it is for like low voter turnout to like rich people. Like their voting day should be a national holiday. We should all have it. It should be 100%. so much easier yes. and more accessible to vote, period. There's a massive structural disincentive to voting. Correct. Correct. I, I, like yeah. I, signed, I signed up for the mail-in vote in California, and it's the best thing Done. that's Same. ever happened. Same. Did you both? Oh, of wow. Of course, because it's frankly – it's so insane to expect anyone to take a day off or even a half day off of right. work Truly. to go to wait in line at like their fucking local library. Seriously. It's, it's crazy. Seriously. It's like, especially – and these are – and it, I mean uh, to use the, the – you know – term of the day like yeah. it's wildly privileged yes. to even be able to take right. that sort of time yes. yep it's yep. it's like it's like when you talk about like why don't you know why aren't there more like people of color or poor people in in the entertainment industry it's because they can't take internships for free exactly so right. it's the same thing you, you like who can afford that's right to take a day off from work it's that's only right. rich people that's right so part of what something that gets me fired up about like this idea of like we need to take <clears throat> Increasing the vote, going to canvas like you're doing, Dan, right. is like so important because it's like that is the lever of power that we as the citizenry of this country have against these what I maybe cartoonishly and childishly perceive as these nefarious cabal of the wealthy that are gerrymandering the hell out of everything and making it so normal people can't vote. And if it is cartoonish, <laughs> that's okay. Because yeah. like I understand that. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like we put, sometimes think that everyone is such an incredible critical thinker and could take on all the big words and all the projects uh, yeah. and like their life is like – enough that they can handle all these things. In fact, sometimes we just need big, dumb things where, hey, on November 6th, we the people get to pull our lever once every two years right. <laughs> to change the bad guys. That's right. Yeah. And if you think there are bad guys, <laughs> yes. find the time yeah. because you only get once every two years <laughs> yes. to pull the lever. That's right. And, don't, and, yeah. I mean, and within that, I mean, don't, don't start throwing in another local election every five or six right. months. Yes. So, I mean, it's really impossible for a normal person. And like, I mean, I, I studied political science for a while in college wow. before I decided I didn't like it <laughs> and wanted to be a comedian. Sure. Uh, but one of the things, I mean, one of the things that they, they teach you is that like just through sheer rationalism, voting 
doesn't matter. Yeah. And, 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 I, and I don't believe that on a, on a moral level because it, voting in the aggregate matters immensely. Yes. <clears throat> but like if you are actually measuring yeah. your time yeah. as money, as value, right. then, then it's, it's very hard to get to the point where the amount of time it takes to educate yourself and to then go vote yes. equals the value that you will get from it. Yes. Right. yes. And guess, the value of your vote. Yes. Right. Right. But because of that, we're stuck with a president like this when you do get exhausted voters who yeah. are like, you know what? It's not worth it. We start to live in a time like this. Yeah. So yes. we need to reflect on where we're at right now and hopefully yeah. uh, zig because we're zagging a lot. Which was that like voter suppression is the thing itself to fight against. Right. To yes. voting God. in that itself right. is the act. Is yes. the act. Yes. Right. Uh, yeah. Exactly. Okay, great. The thing. Solid first act. Yeah. We need to go into an act break. <laughs> okay, great. And then we'll come back and we will start properly talking about the canvassing experience. Okay, cool. But first, a song. Okay, great. Uh, Gregor, how this works is we usually <laughs> think of the conversations that we've had yeah. first act and see if there's a song inspired by it. Any song in the entire pop cultural landscape. Did Ross Perot have a hit single back in Ooh. 90? Did Ross? <laughs> Jeez. Jeez, <laughs> <laughs> I doubt it. <laughs> um, what song did Clinton play on the sax? That's a great question. I really Should we know play that. the sax performance from Arsenio <laughs> yeah, Hall? I think that's exactly, exactly what it should be. Yes, yes. Exactly. <laughs> this is former yes. president playing the saxophone on former late night host Arsenio Hall's <laughs> show. Thank you. We'll be right back. <laughs> No joke today. We're talking to Dan Greger about canvassing, but that was Bill Clinton playing the saxophone on our Arsenio Hall show in probably 1992. Wow. <laughs> what a mouthful. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of mouthful, probably uh, Adam and I, we have a second podcast. Yes. It is called Q&A with B&A. That's right. You can right. find it on Patreon. Yep. In it, we answer user-submitted questions, and we give our uh, fast talk and optimistic advice. That's right. Yeah. Whatever questions you may have, we give you answers to them. It's basically that simple. The website is patreon.com slash nojokepod. You get four episodes a month. Yes. They are $5 uh, for the month. We would like your donations yes. and we'd like to make the show, so please keep it on the air. Brief tangent, Dan, do you, people must, I mean, you've been working in comedy for years and years. You've, like, have sort of a lauded successful career so far. And, like, do people ask you advice and how to get and do you feel comfortable dispensing it? Because uh, do you feel comfortable dispensing advice uh, in general? You mean, like, advice on, like, how to make it as yeah, it is? Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I do. But also, like, the answer is so patently simple. It's It really is just, like, please tell us. Be a decent person mm. and keep working And hard. be around. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, be around and be nice. It, it does. It's really, it's really not any more than that. <laughs> Anybody, I mean, you get a lot of, especially, like, newbies who are, like, 
who are who are like what's the secret like yeah. who, like it's i know it's who you know it's got yeah. you know like it's never it's never yeah. about that do we, do we take for granted because you and i feel like we all have the same performance history yeah. length everything mm-hmm. like where we grew up ucb mm-hmm. do we take for granted that we sharpened our swords for 12 years on the stage like and now it's just uh, like just be nice and show up it's like or do we now have a specialized skill um i i what i what i what i tell people and i mean i don't take that for granted what i do think is like is special and important and anyone can do is the expectation of like take the time to continue to develop your voice and your abilities yeah. yep. and so like the idea the belief that you're going to explode out of the gate is the is also like the the fallacy yes. Yes. first harvard sailing team show we ever did at the pit uh, it was a great show. Thirty people show. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> you know right? Big laugh. It was great. Yeah. And but like it was good enough that the uh, theater's owner and like he was a former SNL writer and like at the time he was like meant something to yeah. us. Mm-hmm. Uh, this guy named Ali Faranaki and he came mm-hmm. up to us and he was like, "Great show!" And we we're just like, "Yeah, like we're feeling great. Like we think this is gonna be something. We think this is gonna be something." And he said, "Give it ten years." Ha! <laughs> <laughs> like, oh what? my god! And we're like just... basically exactly right. And to yeah. the day, so <laughs> and that was like oh. a like. What are you yeah. talking about, old man? You don't yeah. get it. We are like right. a hot nine-person yeah, exactly. sketch group. We're like ten minutes, dog. I mean, yeah. <laughs> ten years on the We're base. the state. We're yeah. going to be the state. I mean, we, I was in also, likewise, Hammer a, a exactly. dozen-person sketch group. Yes. And we were like, more people, more people. <laughs> he told us that on November 14th, 2006, something like that. Uh-huh. Yeah. On November 14th, 2016, Harvard Sailing Team sold a pilot to ABC Family. <laughs> and it was just one of the things where it was like, we gave it that was years. annoying, but he was right as hell. Did you tell him that? Did you get back in I haven't seen him. We would no. never give him the satisfaction. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Once again, this is the No Joke Podcast. We are now in the second act, and we are here with Dan Greger talking about canvassing. Uh, so, Dan, how did you, this 2018, the midterms, okay. we should also say November 6th is the midterm for the love of Christ vote. Yes. Please. Uh, oh, just please. Yeah. <laughs> just vote. Please vote. Um, you were canvassing, I believe, was it for Harley Ruda? Uh, for or? Harley Ruda yeah. in, uh, in Huntington Beach. Yes. Um, and, how do you even get to that point? Yeah, I'm sorry to no, yeah, please, please. But like, how to at what point? Like, how long before you actually canvassed? Did you get in touch with a canvassing company? Is there a canvassing company? Uh, yeah, how yeah. Do you even um, go about it. Um, I I just I I knew that this year there were a bunch of uh, swing districts in California. Yes, and so I was like, I want to I want to go help a, a a place that has the ability to improve the Democrats yes. standing in the House this election. Yes, and so I just I just looked at the map. Of like you know easy enough to just Google swing districts, swing districts in yeah. California. I mean, I really want to yeah. make this as yeah, simple yeah. for anybody out there. Swing districts, yeah, exactly. swing districts in my state. Um, Swingleft.org yeah. is a really good resource. Swingleft.org is yep. very is particular. Yep. Um, I I was going to um, five thirty eight, which does mm-hmm. the actual like you know polling of every single district yeah. uh, in the country. So you were uh, trying to find out where you could be most impactful. Yeah, and, yeah. and so basically I, lo- I was looking at like the sort of places that I could get to like within a, a short enough day's drive. Mm-hmm. Um, and, um, and, and, uh, and this place was tied. They're tied 45-45. Um, wow. This guy, Dana Rohrbacher, is, is one of the worst, worst. people in Congress. Worst. What, makes worst. Him, what makes him so uh, Well, I mean, as a, as a very f- base like level thing to talk about, yeah. he... Um, uh, in bef- during the election, uh, the 2016 election, Kevin McCarthy, who's the the uh, whip of the Republican mm-hmm. Party in the House, uh, basically said off the record, but got recorded <laughs> saying, he said, you know, there's there's two people in in America that are like basically paid off by the Russians. Uh, it's Donald Trump and and Dana Rohrbacker. Cool. Okay. Yeah. So Dana Rohrbacker, Dana Rohrbacker, even by the Republican leadership's own admission, is like is one of the grosser ones. It's basically a crony for the Russian government. We need to cut yes. that cancer this yes. election. Yes. Exactly. Got it. Yes. Um, 
Um, so he's and and then like on very local issues, I and mean, because he controls so much of the coastline, he is a big advocate of uh, offshore drilling. Brutal, which is like a brutal, which is a crazy thing to God. me. God, just like this basic thing that like if you live anywhere near the beach, you're a beach boy. I know that. <laughs> yeah. Is that okay that I call you that? I, call you right. a beach boy. I am a beach boy. <laughs> Bill the beach boy. Yeah. Bill the beach boy. Uh, right. um, my new web series coming to CISO. <laughs> I always have zinc on my nose. You're, <laughs> you're a beach boy. You're a beach boy. But I mean, yeah, you know, real. Is, is there anything more like just universally evil right. than someone saying, "Let's start putting oil derricks on our beach"? <laughs> yes, for real. It's just, it's just one Let's of those. Let's kill Mother Earth for my bottom, for the bottom and, line. And all it takes is one broken oil derrick, which always happens. Yes. Right. Which always invariably happens. They get fucked up. They never. There's always some human error. Yes. There's right. always something that goes wrong. And then the beaches are destroyed for a generation. Yes, good. I was so galvanized by that UN report. I was like frothing at the mouth, and I was just like, any politician that isn't fully 100 percent clean energy by like t- tomorrow i i, I it blows my mind i mean it really does it's like every everyone in florida everyone in north carolina everyone in texas Yo. who lives anywhere near uh, a hurricane path or a flood a floods you know flood long zone. island we lost I, half I, of yes. long beach I, for exactly, two years exactly yes. you know everyone has a story at yes. everyone you're does. on the coastline things are changing acknowledge it or die That's exactly right. and, basically, and yeah it, the <laughs> fact that those areas aren't like Hard, deep blue democratic Deepest places blue. now. It still, it just blows my mind. That's such a practical thing that you are seeing the the effects in your life, and you have one party that's refusing to even acknowledge it's a problem. Which is why I find it so admirable that you went out and canvassed because I think that it's it's a very partisan time. Everyone knows, frankly, that it's a very partisan time. Yeah. And almost everybody just has their own team hat on. Right. And everyone's rooting for either this team or this team. There's no seemingly like crossover when it comes to conversation. You think that there would be some things like human rights, kids in cages. No. One team believes one thing. One team <laughs> believes another. The, the earth. You know, the ocean tides are rising. <laughs> the you'd earth. Think, you'd think that seriously. we're just, Seriously, the land yeah. we walk on, you'd think that w- we'd all be in agreement that like we need to take care of it. No. One team believes in science. Oh. One team doesn't. But you still, when a grants the grain and you went to these houses so i'm yes. curious about okay. the personalized experience right so, now you're okay, so i'll walk you through i'll walk yeah, you through the rest please. of it please. so so i <laughs> i pick i pick this district as like this seems like where the most the most good can be done even in my little bit of helping mm-hmm. like sure. mm-hmm. it's where it's where the most value can be added mm-hmm. um and so i so i i <clears throat> basically just go to the campaign website mm-hmm. and I just look up harleyruda.com or yep. i just google harley ruda mm-hmm. and um and again i knew nothing about harley ruda before yeah. before this Except i have a great name he's not it is a cool name yeah. <laughs> a really cool name <laughs> he's a very handsome guy Beto, we got Betos, we got yeah. harley's yeah. <laughs> he, i i saw i got to i saw him there at the office and yeah. he's probably like 65 that helps Really? So if you like a tall politician, yeah, exactly. Californians. I mean, right. what a handsome, yeah. handsome motorcycle man. That um, and so he uh, – so anyway, so I, I basically just like on the site, every one of their sites will have like, uh, you know, volunteer. And so right. I just look up – and it's a big district. And so like I just look up, okay, like what are the closest parts of his district yeah. to to my house? Yes. Like just honestly, like yes. to keep it as easy as possible. Of right. course. And uh, and there is Huntington Beach and Seal Beach were the closest ones where they have campaign offices and they and so I just the, I just uh, basically emailed the 
I emailed the the line. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's just an email address, and they were like, "Yeah, we'd love your help." Great. Um, I was like going with a couple friends, and I was like, "Yeah, me and my friends want to come down." Got yes. it. So you you email us, you email a bunch of friends, and now is it basically just like, is there talking points? Are there very specific things that like, do you have to suddenly be on their team, or are yeah. you still just, "Hey, I'm Dan Gregor. I got these pamphlets, and these are my beliefs," or yeah. are you suddenly operating uh, talking points for someone else? Okay, so I um and I've I've done this before. I've done this in previous elections, um and uh and so. And I was more. I've done. I've done it for Obama before. Mm-hmm. I did it in. I remember that. Did you travel? I, yeah, I went down to Pennsylvania oh, a couple right. times Good for, for you, Obama. Dan. Jeez, right. Man. And uh, the so political I went down, science interest is just seeping yeah, out. You yeah, can't keep it at bay. Exactly. Yeah. And so I went down in '08 to Pennsylvania a couple times for Obama, um, and then I, d- I did it again in in '12. And so he, um, and so that I phone banked in '12, and mm-hmm. then, um, but that stuff is. Obama, I knew everything about because I was very actively right. a part of, yeah. like up up to date on that on that whole yes. election. Harley Rude, I don't know. That's okay. Anything about? Um, but that's okay. I, wanna, I want to. I want to know the villain. Help. Yes, you exactly. know. Sometimes yeah. it's like you yeah. might not know the solution, yeah. but we have you to identify the problem. Right. right. So anyway, so I sh- uh, so basically they say like, yeah, I, I pick a date that I want to come. Mm-hmm. It's all super convenient. I mean, mm-hmm. that's the big thing to, to say is that like you they need help all the time, and they so want you there. They want you yeah. there whenever you whenever is good for you is good for them. Yeah, yeah. Take that in, listeners. Yes. If you are interested in canvassing or supporting local politicians or supporting anything, recognize that what you are offering holds value your time and yes. they're not going to make it harder on you that's great to hear yes, exactly there. good so like i you mm-hmm. got the website is very well designed i imagine other places might not be as well designed but the, their website is very well designed and like yeah. literally it's like click a box what t- what four hour time slot would you like to come got and it. help out got yeah. it and so it's really simple and i'm just i sign up for a four hour time slot yeah. and uh and basically i show up uh, they they basically give you like a twenty minute training session. There you go. That's exactly it. And so like uh, and th- and they even email you like stuff too. But I, I ooh you don't even need to do that. <laughs> yeah. You don't even need to do yeah. that. I show up. The and takeaway is the process is simple. It's so simple. It's so streamlined. They basically give you a twenty minute training session of like what to expect, who you're going to go talk to, right. and what to say. And like it really is. It's a it's a a, a four pronged kind of. Um, message mm-hmm. where I mean it's really basic stuff. It's Medicare for all. Mm-hmm. It's uh, environmental protection. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm trying to remember. I don't remember what the were, but it, right. they, were, they were really big ticket things. They right. were not even. It wasn't even hyper local. Mm-hmm. Um, which again is like in, I'm sure in some places there will be hyper local issues. Mm-hmm. Uh, I imagine like if I were living in Huntington Beach, it would be a meaningful thing for me to hear Harley Ruda is against putting oil derricks on the beach. Right. And <laughs> find the nicest yes, house, exactly. knock on their door. Right, exactly. Do you want the beach ruined? I right. Mean, it, it's, it's one of those... <clears> You're totally right. One of those basic things. And yeah. it feels like an uh, interesting offshoot. We, like I said, we have the second podcast, Q&A with B&A, in which mm-hmm. people ask us questions. And a lot of those questions sometimes are about community building or trying to find something that can kind of like introduce them to people they that's might right. not meet before. And if there's a totem or a central person or a central belief that's like growing in your community and you're intrigued by it, but you can say, vote, vote, rah, rah, rah. You can also just show up and like say, yeah. hey, I'm willing to listen a little bit more. I'm mm-hmm. willing to contribute a little more. And if you do find that that politician or the people who are supporting that politician share your beliefs, safe bet you're going to be making friends soon. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's like sometimes it's hard to find a central thing if there's not a pl- theater or a comedy theater or mm-hmm. somewhere where it's like, this is my interest. But you can maybe find – These a, are my values. These are my values. Yeah. 
Exactly. Anyone and, else share these values? And that's important. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Another act break. Great. Another act break. <laughs> okay. In the third act, we will get to the crucial knock on the door. Oh, yes. yes. <laughs> I've been building to that, the suspense. Ooh, we yeah. teased it. <laughs> I said Billy was canvassed two in <laughs> act one. <laughs> was canvassed two. But first, yes. we need another song. Okay, great. Another song. Uh, well, we did uh, bring up yeah. the Beach Boys. Okay. okay. Right. <laughs> Both of you are sweet little Beach Boys. Great. Oh, yeah, I think start. that seems like, yeah, yeah. Sur- <laughs> surfing USA. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. That just feels easy to me. Keep I'm just going to say. Okay. I just want to say, is there anything deeper, harder? We can back it up. Oh, sure, My hat is like a shark's. Fit. My hat is like a shark's fin. Well, we know that Better O'Rourke, who is the senator, the junior oh, wow. senator from Texas, uh-huh. I believe he was in a he was in a punk band. Yeah, there is a picture that, of him in a cool. dress. Did we yes. see any song show up? Have we seen any songs? I don't think a good point. I feel like that would be going around. Uh, that would be on the SoundCloud I would have heard that at this yeah. point. Yeah. Oh, agreed. So I'm, on, I'm on the music, the music progressive blog. <laughs> All right. Got it. Yeah. No one has heard. Everyone's seen the picture. No one has heard the band. Yes. Now, if I'm Ted Cruz, I'm going after him for this. <laughs> right. I am going after him for not really having a released LP. <laughs> right. So here's what we do, Gregor. Here's yeah. what we do on the show. Sometimes we will say we're going to play this song, even if we don't know if the song exists on YouTube where okay. we usually Great, music. great. In the, the event dice. the song doesn't exist on YouTube great. and there's no access to it, right. much like this Beto song might yeah. be, we play another song. Adam, what song is that? Banana Phone. So <laughs> we all have it. We'll be playing Banana Phone. Great, Are we all great. good with the yeah, rules? Yeah. Okay. I, I, for, I'm rooting for Banana Phone. <laughs> Most guests usually yeah. are. Okay, Canvassing great. for Banana Phone okay. already. This is either Beto or Banana. We'll be right back.
Welcome back to the No Joe Podcast. We're here with Dan Greger talking about canvassing. The song you just heard was either Beto O'Rourke's old punk song or the song Banana Phone. Beto or Banana, folks. Beto or Banana.com. You know better than we do. We're recording the show right now. (laughs) Uh, In the act break, I said to Gregor uh, something along the lines of like, sorry, we talk a little quick. And you told us, I was like, but I'm surprised that you don't as well because you're from Long Island. And you said it was a little scarring. Oh, yeah. So this is actually on the first subject. (laughs) You know, I grew up in a, in actually a, a kind, I mean, kind of political household in is that in as much as it, like I grew up with a lot of Israelis, okay, um, uh, Long Islanders and Israelis, like yep. so, like oh, the, the, the the mesh alphas, just oh. like yeah, just <laughs> an international kind Strong of incidents. Yes, everyone has fists. Everyone's a fucking gorilla. <laughs> they choke. They're a silverback gorilla, Real. and they are all. Right. They, no one can lose. <laughs> Your an grandma argument. has laughs. <laughs> Your grandma has obliques. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, got that's you. about right. Yeah. And so, um, and so. So I, you know, we talked about we talked about Israel and international politics. Oh, yeah. diving right into the deep end, of like course. really, really in the yeah. deep end of it. And so, and if you ever had, uh, you know, and then likewise, like I mean, uh, how that relates to human rights issues. Mm-hmm. And so, my dad was very conservative, openly conservative, and I, from a very young age, was very liberal. I got it. And mm-hmm. so we were in a constant kind of fisticuffs of. Of words. Would you yeah. listen to his points of view and would he listen to yours? Would you try and consider them? Because um, that is wholly yeah. the problem now. Yeah, it is. Um, I, uh, I mean, I, I. It's hard. It's very hard. As, I mean, it's. I mean, I don't. It's hard. I don't know. I don't, maybe I just didn't like my dad enough. Um, <laughs> I'm just saying. And, it's really hard when you when we all and I'm this way with my family and yeah. my friends too. It's like I have a certain sense of beliefs, and as much as I want to understand yours when i disagree with them to such a degree i don't know how to move forward <laughs> yes be, knowing well, this the, about you the thing, this fundamental the thing truth that about I you always found with with my with my dad and what i what i think is unfortunately uh the case uh, with a lot of conservatives is that it's it's not about any particular thing it is about that there is a there is a fundamental a baseline belief about mm. the world yeah. that is different, which yeah. is that there that liberals have a, a certain amount of faith and belief in in people and mm-hmm. looking for the best in people, mm-hmm. and conservatives have a certain uh, belief of not uh, that you shouldn't get try you shouldn't let yourself get taken advantage of, yes, and that and that basically everyone's out to get you. It's a bit more of a cynical worldview. Yeah, and and, and yeah. the truth is that they're not they're it's not wrong. There's obviously yeah. truth to that point right. of view, but it's uh, it becomes uh, a really basic belief system that you build all of your other beliefs beliefs off of. Off of. Yes. Right. And, and so and so at at a certain level, any of the specifics are irrelevant. Yeah. Right. Um, exactly. You know. You're, Agreed. And like it's way too complicated for me to even sort of articulate because I truly don't understand. But the Israel of it all too is like a cr- insanely complicated, yes. multifaceted, multidimensional. You could sort of make an argument from every possible. Exactly. Exactly. And everyone's Israel. been a victim. Everyone's yeah. been an, everyone's been an aggressor. Yeah, and so you know, there's no especially the older you get it with the Israelis, like the yeah. the politics through the history of it are it's so it's thorny. so tangled, oh, man. It's so thorny. Yeah, there's <laughs> so everyone's right and everyone's wrong yes. at a billion different points. Um, really, so yeah, we're definitely not going to fix yeah. that. On this <laughs> yeah, that's, that's right. But I will say, it's like you you say that <laughs> some people are like so set in their ways, and I totally agree, and I'm probably a victim of that to a certain extent too of like my beliefs that it makes it that much more impressive i've said it before that you walked up to these doors and still knock sure knock. sure so so okay so so did you yeah. 
So now you're on the front lawn. Let's put it right. there. Yes. Are you? What is your uh, awareness of potential confrontation? Okay, so here's, so here's the thing that this was. Um, if I remember, this was now um, in 2018. Mm-hmm. Um, it was far more advanced than when I did this in 2008. Mm. Um, where I basically I have an app on my phone that they've told me to download in the like during the uh, the orientation. Okay. And and every house like, I have a map, and they I'm sort of just going from like mm-hmm. all these houses on on like a on a Google map. Huh. Um, and each of these houses wow has a name of every registered voter in the house. Whoa. Their voting history, their voter registration, um, their their party affiliation, um, and a couple other details about them. So mm-hmm. I'm actually going in with a ton of information. Is that a lot of information to get about a stranger? It it really is. And so like, like that, is that disarming? Like I hear that and I'm like, Jesus, I, like that sounds good, but also I'm one of them. And oh, of course, I know. Of, oh yeah, it, it is a little weird when you realize like, but of course, you know, you're voting, you're voting. It, I don't know who you voted for, but I know how often you voted. Yeah. I know okay. what party you're affiliated gotcha. with. Yes. I, uh, the, there's your, public record. Your yeah, vo- that's your, like, public record. Yes. Right. What you pull in the in the uh, in the voting booth is private, but everything else is public. Okay. That's right. Good. And so that's Good to know. I mean Good to know. so but it's pretty easy to tell if you are a 40-year-old woman in a swing district who's a registered democrat and has voted in democratic primaries right. for the last you know whatever 10 years I think we can pretty safely assume have a you're a safe democrat yes. right yes. and so so and so I know, so like I know basically what I'm looking at when I go into these houses are and they it's really it's really simple like what's on the app um it's your name it's your mm-hmm. age it's your party affiliation, mm-hmm. and it's how often you vote. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and so – Simple. So basically mm-hmm. the, the way they market is like they're like, you know, you go to every one of these doors, mm-hmm. and you, and the truth is you're not going to every house. They are not trying to send you to hard Republican houses. Got it. They're like – this is, this is informed. Right. This right. is not they're, not – they're not trying to get you to like get into a fight with, uh, with, a, with someone who's right. set yes. in their opinions. Good. Their, their primary, primary goal is for you to go to – Soft voting Democrats, people, people who might listen, people who frankly. are uh, who are who lean Democratic but are not necessarily consistent voters. That's right. That's Got the it. biggest thing. Yeah, about so, turning out the vote than changing minds. Exactly. Right. right. So that's <laughs> the biggest thing. And so, like, believe me, but I'm looking at that thing and I'm going up to every house <laughs> and I'm like, okay, this is this is uh, there's there are mixed households. There's plenty of mixed real, households. Dude. Yeah. This is a real. We grew up in Long yeah. Island and it's like. Knocking on doors in Long Island, like I don't want to know the person behind that door. It's no. a gamble. No. Like, it's a gamble. They're all six two two thirty. It's like, and if you're yeah. having a bad day, and now I'm this like skinny punk who's knocking on your door, yeah. it's like I don't know if I. Have oh no! To. So I say that. So I got a. I mean, I got I got a very mixed reaction, you know, and that's and that's okay. I would go to. I'd go to some houses and they were like the hard Democrats, mm-hmm. the and they were like super excited to see me and okay. they would talk and they would want to talk forever. Cool. Sure. And they, we were even instructed in the orientation like don't overreact because right. <laughs> your right. time is valuable. Yeah. Right. Like because they'll keep you for half an hour talking about all of the things they hate lonely. about Trump. Yes. Pe- people are lonely. Yeah, yeah. They're lonely. <laughs> exactly. They love a, a random friend <laughs> with a similar interest. Yeah, exactly. Oh, young man, I could yeah. do this. I could oh, do this all day. Come on in. And they're and they're well, the only strict rule they have is do not go into a house, <laughs> which is uh, very smart. Yeah. Let them take you to a yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you a Democrat? <laughs> Want to see my basement? Real. Um, Let me ask you this. Yes. Because it's, of course, you're smart, you're well-informed, you're politically minded, 
you're also a performer. Yes. And I, and I wonder, <laughs> the majority of our listeners um, who might want to take some of what you've done are not performers. Sure. <laughs> However, they might be as impassioned or want to make the same differences that you've made. Do you think, of course it helps, do you think that it is uh, a prerequisite that you have some sort of performance I mean, ability? N- no, although, I mean, I, I went with other actors, so mm-hmm. I, it's hard for me to say. Sure. But I, but I, I Power think... in numbers? Is it kind of like if it was a group that, of people I'll who say... are showing up? It's like, hey, we all <laughs> support this thing as opposed to me doing a hard that's, sell. That's mm-hmm. the biggest thing is that, like, you, they are more than happy to have you go with a friend or two. Mm-hmm. Okay. So it's like you don't need to go be at someone's door Good. by yourself. A, a salesman. Yeah, exactly. Like that's not, what you're really doing is honestly the biggest thing you can do is you show up to these doors, you knock on the door, you're hopefully getting the uh, the soft democratic voters, right. the people who basically the lazies, right? Um, which yeah. is which is what we want. We're, yes, it's we just are trying to turn out the lazies, delazify them. Yeah, just exactly. Delazify, and you just let them know like, hey, like uh, I hope you are you know are are supporting mm-hmm. Harley Ruda, the Democratic candidate. Um, they'll probably say yeah, totally. Um, and then <laughs> what if they don't? What uh, if they're yes, like? I what got, if they're like nah? Then what do you, then I got, what do you do? Right. I got I got a couple of and that's okay. If they're if they're if they are hard, if they're clear nose Are you then, like thanks bye? Yeah, exactly. Like, are you bye. sure? That's you it. don't say are you sure? I'm not I that's I don't. I don't actually. Right. And I I mean I, I could, but that's really that's really not like that, they are explicit. That's not your job, they, and that probably makes the candidate look bad too. Uh, when it, it's like, yeah. oh, they're all just like uh, pushing back. I don't. Well, know. it's a, more importantly what what they're trying to do is they they the candidacy, the candidate's office, uh, the campaign would rather have an accurate assessment of the right. field, right? Than than like right. Some that's bullshit. right. That's right. And then so, winning micro. So the that's thing right. is, so right. once I go to each one of these houses, I'm on this app. And I fill in how the interaction went. Yep. And oh. so every single person I talk to, I then write. Oh, so you're just doing data entry. I, it basically is. It's Real. door-to-door data entry. Foot right. soldiers, yeah. Yeah, exactly. And so I basically now – now they know that they never have to go visit that house again. Right. They don't need to send flyers to that house. Yep. Um, and like – and not to, not to worry. Like that's, and, Save your and resources. And we'd rather know that that person – and look, and if they find themselves in dire straits, maybe they then decide we need to go back to the, the soft right. Republicans. Push a little harder right. on right. these exactly. people. That's and right. who, like, like, I don't even know how it works, but like, if I'm a campaign strategist, I have to, I then probably take that information and I know, okay, there's a lot of soft Republicans in this district. Right, right. Maybe we start running negative ads about the Republican. Right. And like, and that's, entry. that's where it literally feels right. like it's like I'm trying to inform you as much as possible so that you, politician, can then make the best Basically. strategy. Exactly. Basically, exactly. Yes. Got it. So you're not a green piece. Like that. That to me is the biggest, biggest see the world? thing to hey, say. That's that's how, dispels, see the world? That yeah. actually that's, helps. That dispels a lot of yeah. what I thought right. might be bad about. That's the that's what I think is so important to say. Is like you're not the guy at the, at the supermarket who's like a green piece guy who's no. like, please give me sign money, up, please right. sign no. up, please do this. Yeah. You you are. It's completely um. It's completely yes ending what these people yes. are giving you. So like if someone is saying you basically just take it each each person you just ask them for one more kind of like step forward. If they're saying I'm ex- I'm excited to vote, you say do you are you registered for mail in ballots? Right. And Good. they're like, oh, I'm not registered for mail-in ballot. We can do that right now. We can do that yeah, right yeah, now. Yeah. Here, I have the I have the mail-in ballot, and like you can here sign up for mail-in ballot. Yep. And right you're mu- and anyone who signs up for mail-in ballot is far more likely to vote than someone who's right. to go to the polling place. And <laughs> so so now it's just my job. To, it's yeah. just my job to give them the 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 sign-up sheet, which is nothing. I have a I have a pile. I have a folder of sign-up yes. sheets that they've given me right. at the beginning of the day. Yes. Uh, yes. I, I went to a Democratic. I went to a, a, a strong Democrat's house, mm-hmm. and uh, and I and the person that came to the door instead was. 
was their 18 or 19 year old son. Yes. Isn't that interesting? There you yes. go. Whoops. And and yeah. now I'm like, a good oh, remix. Now exactly. I got you. Right. Yeah. Exactly. And so now I'm like, oh, are you registered to vote? He's like, no, I'm not registered to vote. I'm like, would you like to be registered to vote? And he's like, no. okay, yeah, sure. Yeah. And so yeah. I give I'm him a cool millennial like you. Yeah. yeah. Just and two cool millennials. Right. Up the front exactly. door you know, you know, I'm a cool 19 year old <laughs> yes. dude from the early 80s. <laughs> Um, and Do you watch Perfect Strangers? <laughs> <laughs> yes. All right, listen. We got to button it up. Yes. We're running. Uh, we have like three minutes left. Yes. But like I said earlier in the episode, uh, we're two weeks away from midterm elections. Yes. And I think it's good to maybe step away from canvassing for a second and also just remind people why it's important to vote just on a like on a very broad level. I know that this is like everyone is talking about this and everything. Right. But like I'll start the conversation. Yes. And I'll just say that. For myself, I find it's easy to tweet. I find it's easy to, like, just join the conversation, the waves of, like, this person's bad. Have, like, soft conversations with family about, like, right. yeah, but Donald Trump is problematic here in ways. And, like, try. I'm always kind of, like, soft-shoeing my way into these conversations. Yes. I recognize that about myself. I think it might be because I'm trying to keep an open mind. But sure. now's the time to take yeah. a hard line. Yep. And for me, Billy, I need it. To, I want it to be crystal clear. If you know me, I am supporting any left-leaning politician this yeah. year. Yeah. I personally, Billy Scafuri, would like to gut any GOP politician who supports Donald Trump, oh, yeah. supports any of this highly corroded political oh, yeah. system that we have. They are not the solution. Right. So if you are registered to vote but you don't really know, I say – Ask who supported Donald Trump or supported candidates that supported him or anyone else who uh, is left-leaning. Focus yep. on those people. That's who I support. I'm tired of waking up every day with a new headache and saying, but he's our president. Mm -hmm. Let's change that November 6th. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so it does so seem me. like – yeah, it seems like all these sort of like – um, institutional problems that have sort of like eaten what I perceive to sort of like hollowed out our nation from the inside, this income inequality and just like rampant free market capitalism run fully amok, mm -hmm. um, where it's just like, you know, the gr like to the grossest examples of a journalist being murdered and Trump being like, that's fine. They give us a lot of money for it. So right. like we're willing to look the other way. And like just right. these almost shocking examples of corruption that are so naked and bald-faced. Um, and not to mention, Dan, something that you touched on before, it's just like the planet, the environment. It Real. does seem to be a bit of a clear-cut thing to my Correct. naked eye. So yes, please, God, vote. And even right here in California, it's like for all our local Californians, like so many of these local props are so important. <clears throat> There's a Proposition B, I think, in California. It's like creating a public bank. In Los in California, which would be incredible, which would be uh, there's amazing. A, there's a proposition um, yeah. to uh, get rid of daylight savings time. Amazing. I mean, who doesn't want that? Yeah, exactly. Arizona yeah. doesn't follow it. I That's know. Right. Fuck that shit. Be like Zona. Who yeah. doesn't want to be Arizona? <laughs> That's yeah. right. Yeah. There's another proposition. I think it's either two or ten that is taking uh, one percent of the income from millionaires and uh, putting it towards public mental health. So, like all these little things that are big differences. Big differences. I, on, on state on state level, they make huge differences. I mean, California is yeah. a, a beacon. A of, nation of a state. Yeah, yeah, exactly, of like progressive policy initiatives. Right. And it's exciting to get to be a part of that. Yes. Um, but I mean, those things are also like, I'll say those are those are probably the most frustrating because those are the ones you actually do need to go yeah. and like look up what they mean. Uh, yeah, that's right. true. There's because nuance to Because them. there's yeah. nuance and they're worded, sometimes worded they're intentionally. They're built to trick. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Correct. Yes. Um, so like go, go at the very least, just go look at the LA Times. Yeah. It's, it's a moderate left-leaning paper yes. that will give you a, a very clear understanding of what, yes. what the the 
safe, smart vote and is. And look at basically. whatever state you live in. Look at your newspapers and also try and read between the lines. Like, try and use your media the best you can to get an informed point of view because California votes one way, yes. but there's a lot of states voting on November 6th. And here's what, one last thing I'll say. is that like, We talked about Clinton playing the saxophone on her city hall. And, like, there's been a rock the vote that's, like, b- trying to brand voting forever. as cool forever. Maybe, like, starting, yeah. like, picking up with Clinton and now the yeah. Positive America guys, crooked media, like, voting's for the young. Voter awesome. die. Cool. Voter die. Pop that out there. 2016, yeah. make no mistake. I mean, like, exactly. we've been doing this forever. That's right. And I just want to say, regardless of the branding, uh, more than how cool voting is, it's so critically important. And it, like, the, it is I, the only thing that makes up our nation. I, is, I think <laughs> I think calling it cool it it, makes, it, it, it infantilizes it. Yeah, I agree. Right. It, 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 fuck, right. Fuck cool. Totally what agree. You mean, child, you don't, this is your world. Completely you, agree. This is your only mechanism to actually affect the, the primary structure of your world. That's what I was trying to say. You just fucking <laughs> be an adult. It doesn't matter. It doesn't have to be cool. Yeah, it doesn't have to be you cool. You shouldn't take a something. saxophone to exactly. get you the ballot. Yeah. <laughs> and that is exactly how we will end this episode. It doesn't have to be cool. This isn't for kids. Yeah. This is your world, and you are an adult. Act like it. Amen. <laughs> for Amen, the Dan. No Joke Podcast, uh, we are very, very lucky to have you in the studio today, Thanks Dan for being Thanks. Thanks uh, final plugs. Uh, anything you'd like to get out? Please. Your handles, perhaps? Any social media At Gregor Corp. Go check it out. I never tweet. Yes. Um, but I have a show every Friday at UCB. Yes. Come to see that. And then uh, Rookie of the Year. Yeah. yeah I'm, ri- I'm writing and theoretically directing the reboot of Rookie of the Year. Unbelievable. And we got- should have asked if we were allowed to well, yeah, talk about it. Yeah, we didn't even want to bring it up. It was a big press, cop, press release on it. It's okay. Got it. And when Most Likely to Murder hits Hulu, watch it. Watch it. Watch that, that. That's on Hulu.com. Or yeah. buy it now. Give me money now. You pay him now. Right. If you see Dan on the street, throw him a 20. Yeah. We will put his PayPal and Venmo accounts in the <laughs> yeah. comment section. At home address. Got yeah. it. Once again, for the No Joke Podcast, I am Billy Scafuri. I'm Adam Lustig. And like always, we will talk to you next week. Thanks so much. That was a HeadGum Podcast.